0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Power of Forgiveness podcast. My name is Dwayne Staten, and I want to thank you for tuning in for another episode. This podcast is meant to help those toward the path of forgiveness, for the ones who've been hurt, heartbroken, forever changed by something that was said or done to them, which changed their mindset, the course of their relationships, their future, and even their life in general. With this podcast, I speak about the lessons I've learned from forgiveness, and I give it to you, the audience. Today is part two of the Forgiveness and Fatherhood series, and today I have my good friend Sean Irby, father of two an elder at the City of Refuge Christian Experience, owner of the High Bridge One Barbershop, former firefighter, counselor, and at-risk youth counselor. He comes with a story about how he had to forgive himself as being a father of two kids, one going one path and another going completely different path. This is a story that, trust me, you want to hear. And for all the new and experienced listeners, please leave us a five-star written review. It definitely helps the podcast get more reach. And without further ado, here's the episode. Hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Power Forgiveness podcast. My name is Dwayne State, and today I have a good friend of mine, Mr. Sean Irby. Say hello, sir.
1: How's everybody doing? How you doing, brother?
0: (laughs) I'm good man, Irby is an elder, former firefighter, barber, and all around good person. And he's my barber. And I'm gonna tell you right now, if you need a fresh cut, go see him. I'm gonna give you that information after that. But I just wanna say again, just thank you for coming on this episode and just just coming on and being honest. Thank you, I appreciate it. Man, I,
1: I appreciate you having me. The pleasure's all mine, man,
0: thank you. That's all right, man. So I have a question for you. This is an icebreaker just to make things fun when you die, what is one thing you want to be remembered for?
1: Wow. One thing. I can only, I can only do one thing.
0: Oh no, you can do more than one.
1: (laughs) You know what? Um, I want to be remembered for having a good name. Mm. I I, I want to be remembered for having a good name. Like when people speak my name or speak of me or tell my story that, you know, they're telling it from a, um, a good place. Yeah. And you know, you leave hearing my story saying, you know what? I think that's Sean Irby, you know, he, he's all right.
0: Yeah. I hear you on that I one.
1: I'll pick one thing, man. I, I would like to be remembered for having a good name.
0: I like that one. I do like that one. For me. Yeah, what about you? I want to be remembered for making an impact in somebody's life. Wow. That's what I wanted. I wanna be remembered, like for example. I want someone to say, I was, for example, I was heading down the wrong path, but I spoke to Dwayne and that guy changed my life. Yeah, you know I mean, I, wanted, I want to be remembered for that, like making an impact, you know, they were going down the wrong path or they needed to change their way and thinking they, and I had a hand in that. So that's something I want to be remembered for.
1: Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. You know, and, and it's so awesome. You make me want to change mine now. <laughs> there you go. That was I said
0: that. <laughs> oh, man, see, there we go, making the impact already. See that that works.
1: Oh man.
0: So I wanted you to come on and tell your story. We're doing a series called uh, Forgiveness and Fatherhood because it's Father's Day. Well, it was Father's Day this month, and I wanted to come on and have you know dads that I respect on here tell a story about forgiveness and fatherhood. So. Please uh, share your story, sir.
1: Yeah, well, I am a, a father uh, two times over. I have a, a 25-year-old son and a 19-year-old daughter who will soon be 20 in uh, in September. And, you know, um, as you know, man, kids, uh, raising kids, well, but you're going to find out because you're a new father, but raising kids is not an easy Thing, right, yeah. it's not an easy task. You know, it doesn't come with a, a manual or a step-by-step book or anything. Uh, you know, to do that, um, and so it's not easy. And particularly, it's not easy when you have uh, both parents. It's hard enough, but when you're a single parent, you know, or, or come from a broken home, uh, which are, you know, my kids' story, it's particularly hard. Um, you know, your circumstances make it make it even even the greater. So, um, you know, and in that, man, there were a lot of lessons, right? You know, raising raising my kids, Well, uh, you know, my my son and daughter have different different mothers, okay? And so they were, you know, raised differently, you know, because of that. And so, uh, but my daughter, man, I'll start with the ladies first. Um, you know, girls are easy, right? <laughs> you know, when they're daddy's girls, they're easy, man, uh, to grow up and 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 do that thing, but right around 12, 13, or 14, they start feeling themselves, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, you know,
0: uh, I keep hearing that story.
1: Yeah, yeah, they start feeling themselves, man. But, you know, my daughter never really gave me a lot of trouble, you know, outside of normal smart mouth stuff and things like that. Usually I could talk to her and, you know, we'll get past, we'll get to forgiveness really well. You know, she doesn't want to disappoint dad or whatever, but, you know, like I said, girls are easy, right? Um, so I haven't had any real issues as far as my daughter in terms of, uh, uh, dealing with forgiveness outside of like, you know, your usual smart alec comment, or, you know, she may get a little, a little, uh, big in the britches as, as the young old folks used to say, but Marco Wood, you know, and she's in the Navy now, she's in the Navy now, which is crazy to me, you know, but that's another story. Uh, but my son is where the real... Uh, jewels and gems are, because I've had to uh, forgive him through a number of things, you know. Um, and again, you know, when I talked about parenthood early in the, in the, in the beginning about the structure of the household, you know, uh, that pay, plays a big role uh, in how your children come up. And so, you know, my son was raised on two different sides of the track. Live, he would be out here with Marilyn with me, and then he'd be over, you know, in D.C. and Southeast uh, at his mom's and he often uh, chose the path of less resistance, right? So, you know, it's easier to stay and live with mom than it is to come here and live with dad. You know, and if I have to come here and be with dad, dad got rules that, you know, he enforces differently or that that I can get away with with mom, right? So, you know, uh, my son chose the path of least resistance, but it wasn't the path of, and it stunted his growth in my opinion. And so because of that, that stunting of the growth, you know, it led him down a path that was opposite of everything that who I am. You know, he got in trouble with police and, you know, did some personal things uh, to, to family and including myself uh, just out of his, his anger and things like that. And, you know, but forgiveness, man, you know, forgiving and not just your children. It has to come from within. Right. It comes from knowing that God forgives us every day right and that nobody is perfect and we have to work our children through their circumstances you know um and uh you know, i was very very angry with my son for a long time you know what i mean mm. uh, so it, it took me some time to get to a place of total forgiveness right he's my flesh and blood and, you know i always yeah. want to forgive him but total forgiveness means that when you know they walk in the room because i'm the dad i set the temperature of the room that when he walks in, it's not too hot, Yeah, you know what I mean? Or yeah. it's not too cold because I'm setting the, the temperature of what that is, you know what I mean? Uh, but, you know, getting to a place of forgiveness, man, it, it comes from within, it comes from knowledge of God, and, and you got to do it every day, you know what I mean? You, you, yeah. you got to act that out, just like love, every day. You got to act it out, you know? You can say you forgive a person, uh, but then act as though you don't forgive him. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that we do that a lot. And it's something that you know we have to be careful of. Oh, I forgive him, but you know, it's just something still there because you haven't totally let it go.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and getting to that place with my son took a lot of talking, you know, and, and button of heads. And you know, the interesting thing is that he works in the barbershop with me. And um, you know, so I have the unique position of witnessing his, his, his progress, his role, right? His, his uh, what do you call that? His process of, you know, whereas if he worked somewhere else, I wouldn't have the opportunity to see his process, but it plays out in front of me every day. And so that, that, that brings about an instant dynamic, you know, that we actively together have to work through each and every day. We're in, we're in a great place now. Uh, you know, like I say, he's 25, I'm 50, we're in a great place now. He's maturing a lot. I'm still growing and have grown a lot since then. And, uh, you know, and that's just life. You know, we evolve, we come through it. You know, we forgive and we keep it moving, man. Yeah.
0: I like that one. I like that one. So you say you had a lot of anger towards, you know, your son. How did you get to that place where as the Bible says, you were angry, but you didn't sin. How did you get to that place?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah Bible says to be angry, but don't sin, right? So, you know, um, again, you're talking about, you know, flesh and blood. So I don't, um, I guess the sin that I would have committed was killing him in my mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in, yep. In my mind, I probably killed him like 10 times, you know what I mean? Uh, with the old, I brought you in this world, I'll take you out. Kind of thing, uh, right? You know, uh, but you know, I never, I don't feel as though outside of something that I may have been thinking, that I did anything, uh, you know, uh, in my anger. You know, I, I may have cussed him out a few times. Yeah, like, that's a sin. Was, yeah, I guess that's a, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, listen, man. It says be angry, but don't sin. I don't. I'm guilty of that. I was both. I anger. I was angry, and I'm sure that I've sinned either. Uh, by thought, word, or deed, right? Yeah. And so, again, it gets back to the topic, which is forgiveness, you know, right? So I gotta repent for that and ask for forgiveness, you know? But not only that, but but do something about my anger. And so what helped it is, you know, my son and I talking, you know what I mean? And forcing the issue, like, you know, because he's a young man too. And he wants to be viewed as a man, be respected as a man. Uh, and particularly, you know, coming from me, and so I had to, you know, approach him in a way that didn't make him feel like he was little Sean, you know, to help him feel like he, he was a man. And, you know, and, I, and that was something that through trial and error that I was able to develop, uh, uh, which is, you know, a healthy respect, you know, and, and in that, you know, he, he had healthy respect. Uh, uh, I could expect that I get that same healthy respect in return. And yes. so once that was established, we were able to have positive dialogue that moved us along. You know what I mean? Uh, but it took some time to get there. It took some struggles to get there, some some headbutting and some disagreements, uh, you know, and, you know, I might have fired them like three times. I think I fired them three times already. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so, you know, it's not with all hiccups, right? We, we go through it and we figure it out. And that's what we're we're doing man you know and um, like I said we're in a good place now but it was about the healthy mutual respect that we both had to establish or reestablish for one another uh, to get to that place as men you know and then we could you know uh, uh, proceed as father and son makes sense
0: that makes sense I like that I like, honestly, I love the honesty. I really do like the honesty.
1: Yeah, yeah, man, you know, I mean, it's about helping somebody, right?
0: Yeah, it is. So, were there any times where you had to forgive yourself in fatherhood?
1: Yeah, man, I still am. Mm. Right, okay, so the thing that um, I need, I struggle with and battle with in terms of forgiveness with my my son and my daughter, for that matter, is that I didn't marry their mothers, mm. right? Yeah. And because I didn't marry their mothers, they grew up in a broken household, yeah. right? So that's on me, uh. right? And so, which is why you know I could never, or would never give up on any of my children because you know they didn't ask to be here, right? That's on me and their and their moms, um, and so I understand. Um, you know what that meant for them in terms of their their growth and development. Uh, that I didn't marry their moms and they were you know grew up in broken uh, broken homes essentially without their natural fathers. So I assume a lot of I assume you know culpability for that. You know the majority of it, and that's something that I struggle with almost daily. I've, I've learned to forgive myself where it doesn't affect my day. But, you know, I still think about it, you know, you forgive, but you never forget whether it's something that was done to you or or something that you've done to yourself, right? Yeah. So I still do think about it, but because I've forgiven myself and I know that God has forgiven me and it didn't affect the type of father I was, right? In terms of involvement and being in their lives and uh, contributing financially and things like that, you know, and I did all of those things as I should, right? I'm their their dad, but, um, you know, um, you know, but it's, you know, I just assume a lot of responsibility. I understand that having not married, married their mothers. And so whatever they go through in life, you know, I got to be there with them step by step. You know, I've already conceded to the point that if necessary, I'm going to walk my son through life. Yeah. If that's what I got to do, you know what I mean? Then that's what it is. Uh So, um, you know but yeah man it, that that self-forgiveness is the big thing because again that's something that I have to do every day when those thoughts my mistakes come in my mind I gotta say I, I forgive me God has forgiven me right so I can forgive myself you know now whether anybody else forgives me or not that's on them yeah, right? yeah. We do is, is try to make it right go and try to fix it as best we can you know make it right and, and then at some point we got to keep it moving. We got to move on. Yeah. Right? So I know that I'm forgiven by God. It makes it easier for me to forgive myself, but it's something that I have to continually work on. Right?
0: I agree on that. Yeah. And someone said to me, because my favorite verse, First John 1, 9, that he is, faith, he is able to forgive us of all our sins and to cleanse us from all our unrighteousness if we confess our sins. And I love that verse. And someone broke it to me like this. If God is big enough to, to forgive you, you're not gonna accept the gift of God? Are you what? not gonna are you gonna basically tell God, nah, God, your forgiveness isn't good enough? I'ma just, you know, carry this unforgiveness on my own. That literally smacked me in the face. Yeah. It's literally saying, nah, God, I don't want your forgiveness. I want to wallow on this. Nah, it ain't worth it. Definitely not worth
1: no. it at all and then we have to be able you know uh what god forgives us regardless right
0: yeah
1: because it's who he is right we we yeah. have no effect on what god does yeah. because His love for us it's agape love it's unwavering it, it, it we can't we can't sin enough that god can't forgive us and, and not love us that's that if unconditional love in the world that would cause him to not love us and not be in a place of forgiveness should we repent and choose him right you know, but the, the 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 big thing is is Dwayne is our forgiveness of others.
0: Yeah.
1: We have to forgive one another. Yeah. Right? Because you know, that you know, word also says, you know, and I'm paraphrasing, but if God forgives you but you don't forgive and you don't forgive, then you'll be judged in the same way in which you were not forgiven, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'll paraphrase that, but, um, you know, my Bible scholars know the verse in scripture that I'm talking about. You know, uh, I can't call it call it right now. But, yeah, that, that forgiveness piece, man, that is just key. You know, and particularly when we are talking with dealing forgiving one another. Yes. You know, you, know, you got people that go to the grave with hatred in their heart.
0: Man, what?
1: You know, and claim that they love God. You know, and God says, how can you love me who you can't see, but hate your brother who you see every day? You a liar. And I don't know you. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> you know, that man. forgiveness. For one another. And, and, you know, as I get older and we, you know, I'll be 50 this year and we get closer to God, man. You know, we want to be, we want to be in right standing. And the older you get, the easier forgiveness becomes. Yeah, you know what I mean because you know you you know you you're short on time.
0: Yeah, that's a fact, and it brings me to Matthew six. It says in verse twelve in, in the Lord's prayer, "And forgive us our sins, as we have forgiven those who sin against us." That's right. That's right. You know, and it's like it's like forget like you'll be forgiven if you like when you forgive others. And skip down a verse two verses i'm sorry to matthew uh to check to verse 14 where it says and this is the anchor verse for this podcast if you forgive those who sin against you your heavenly father will forgive you but if you refuse to forgive forgive others your father will not forgive your sins
1: there you go i mean to be in your notes but yeah.
0: <laughs> no no it's all good and bluntly th- that that hit me in the chest yeah that hit me in the chest, and I'm just like, what if I'm walking, this is a question that I want to, I said to myself, like, what if I'm walking around thinking I've got God's forgiveness when I really don't, because I've held unforgiveness to other people?
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, and like I said, man, there are people who who go to the grave with, with unforgiveness or hate in their heart, right? Yeah. And you sometimes, you know, Dwayne, man, the hurt and the cut can be so painful and deep that you can't even pray about it, you know. There's people, people walking around here with such great pain that they can't even get on their knees and pray about it, right? Yeah. You know. And if, and if you don't know, like if you don't, if you never come across that scripture, no one's ever taught you uh, Matthew that you just read, you know. You're gonna walk around a long time, with, with a heavy heart, you know. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, uh. It also says that the Holy Spirit knows what we won. There are times that we, we just grown. And there are times where, there are times, honestly, where I can't pray because it's so heavy. And I just be like, God, help. Yeah. It's happened so many times. And that's something that I stress everyone pray about. It. If you can't get it out, just say, God, help me. That's the best you can do. God mm-hmm. will take that and do miracles with that
1: yeah and so you know there's, there's forgiveness uh, as fathers to our sons but also sons to our fathers Yeah. Right? so you know it, it goes down and it goes up you know it comes from all, all directions right
0: yeah, yeah. so um, I,
1: go ahead no no I was going to say I, I lost my dad a year ago to COVID May, May 20th a year ago and uh, but um, and we worked on our relationship really really well over the, over the last five or six years of his life.
0: I mean, that's good.
1: You know, we that's really good. got close, man. He would come to my church a lot and visit, man, and you know, uh, tithe at my church, or, you know, give offering. He didn't even go. You know, he would just do it. sometimes I wouldn't be there, and he would be there. You know, what I mean, he would help me write my sermons and all that stuff. But we, you know, at, we grew to that point. You know over time right like we, we butted heads a lot of really had a kind of a distant relationship and and but we grew to that and then got it got it really close and tight together man And so you know he's had to forgive me for some things i've had to forgive him for some things you know but uh i know that he didn't go to his grave holding anything in his heart amen you know what i mean amen. with that because those are things that we, we talked about and so it enables me not to go to my grave with anything in my heart. Right. Amen. And then that's what I'm trying to teach my children, regardless of your circumstances, regardless of, you know, what life hands you, you can make it through it. Right. Amen. And, and but, but hold on to that, that, you know, don't hold on to the things that, you know, bad things that you perceive as bad, let it go. And don't hold on to people who have hurt you. Cause that's like, that's like, uh, I like this saying, that's like, you drinking poison waiting on somebody else to die, right? So, you know, yes. so you don't have to go to your grave with hate in your heart, right? You can let it all go through the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah.
0: I like that. And I was actually about to ask that question. You already answered it. <laughs> so you already answered that question. So, yeah. Oh, man. I was going to ask you uh, how to how did the forgiveness affect your relationship with your own dad and you just oh, answer the question no don't apologize that's good that's good don't apologize man you good so i wanted to ask like how did you get to that point of forgiveness
1: with 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 you mean with my with in general
0: yes in general
1: so you know again man like it's not something that you are you know, you know, there's something you have to work on right and you and you work on that through understanding what Jesus did and why he came down from glory to this earth took on a body and you know went through what he went through took on all of this sin and got beaten flesh torn limb from limb when he could have been up in heaven chilling right and you know and and dying on giving up his life on the cross right why would he go through all of that well for two things jump out of my mind the first one is love yeah but god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son yeah. and you know and, and and the second thing is forgiveness so that we can have a savior go between um you know uh that stands in front of god in between us and says god i know Dwayne. i know i know sean I know them. Let them in. They they are forgiven. Right? And so his example should be our example. You know what I mean? His example should be our our example. What, you know, as, as best we can. You know, you get to that point of forgiveness by working on it because the thing about relationships, you know, whatever relationship you're in, whether it's, you know, father, son, a mother, daughter, or cousins or your relationships at work or whatever somebody's gonna hurt you yeah that's just that's just the way relationships are right yeah bob marley says the trick is figuring out who's worth suffering for but if you're going to be in a relationship then you have to learn how how to forgive and you got to yeah. practice that yeah you maintain relationships yeah and so for me i got to that to that place by practicing it you know, practicing letting go of the little things and and just saying, okay, fine, you know, just keep it, right? Like if somebody, you know, if the, if the, if the woman, if somebody shortchanges changes me or whatever, and they think I don't know it or whatever, I say something and they act like whatever and I just to say, you know what, cool, don't worry about it. It's small, it's small, but those little things you then can build up. So now when you get You know, you're in a relationship or whatever, you've worked on it, and then your girlfriend dump you or whatever, and, you know, you see her with somebody else, and then she crushes your heart or whatever, and, and, you know, because you've been practicing on how to forgive, after however long it takes you to go through that process, you can pick yourself up and say, you know what, I'm good, I'm all right, I, I forgive you. Not that it don't still hurt, but you've practiced letting things go so you can move on with your life. And that's, that's how I, I got there. Just practice with the little things of letting things go and get good at that, you know, and grow it, you know, because, you know, it's just part of relationships. It's hurting pain, right? That's part of relationships. You're going to be in relationships, you're signing up for hurt and pain, you know, right. at some point. And so you got to have being good practice of uh, moving beyond it, letting it go.
0: I got you. Yeah. Would you say that, would you say that you did that practice with your dad and your son, or was it something different?
1: Yeah, you, you do it with them, but but also with friends and and then and then also, you know, just knowing the word of God, right? When you begin to study the word of God, there are numerous examples uh, of forgiveness all throughout the Bible. But yes. all of those things working together, right?
0: Yeah, all
1: those things working together allow me. To get, and then having people around you, like minded people around you, uh, you know, who can see that you haven't forgiven and say, you know what, you need to forgive that. You need to let that go. You need to stop yeah. holding up to us responsible for that. You know, yeah. and that's another good point. We have to have people around us who are like minded and, and can point things out to us that we may not see, right? Yeah. And that, that, that love you enough to say, You know what? I think you're still holding on to something there. You need to let that go. Yeah. You haven't forgiven X, Y, and Z. I can see it. And this is why I can see it because I can hear how you are talking about it. You know, I can hear the things that you're saying and, you know, and, and so that's part of it, man. Just knowing God's word, practicing it on my own, but then also having people around me who love me enough to tell me those kinds of things.
0: I hear you on that one.
1: Yeah.
0: So what does forgiveness mean to you now?
1: Forgiveness means to me now, you know, when I have to forgive or have been forgiven or or any of those things, it's about being able to move on with my life. Mm. Without reliving the hurt and pain of what happened to me. Yeah. Because you can move on, but you won't have much of a life if you're still reliving and keeping fresh. The hurt and pain of the past. Yeah, you, you breathe life into it when you keep it fresh. When you bring it up and you keep thinking about it, you, you 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 never let it die. You 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 move on, but you carry it with you. That's baggage, right? You keep breathing life into these old things, you know. But uh, forgiveness for me means that I can lay those old things down. Not that I'll ever forget them, but I don't breathe life into them no more. They stay where they are once I put them down. I move on from it, right? It's like eagles and chickens. You'll never see an eagle hanging out with a chicken.
0: Right on that.
1: Because a chicken uh, can't function on the level of an eagle, right? You know, an eagle, a chicken, like, you know, a chicken will eat anything. Yeah, he eats corn and feed and all of that, but he also eats sticks, worms, insects, anything that cigarette butts. A chicken. A chicken will eat his own feces, right? And when you when you constantly eat things that you should be walking away from, it weights you down.
0: There it is.
1: You know what I'm saying?
0: There it is.
1: You'll never see a chicken hanging out with an eagle. Nope. An eagle has a strict diet. An eagle don't eat uh, worms. An eagle don't eat cigarette butts. An eagle don't eat. He has a very strict strict diet. An eagle soars high above the clouds. Yeah. Way down right? And so it's just two totally different levels. Absolutely. And so we have to figure out, at least for me, I decided I, I wanted to, as much as possible, have an eagle's mentality. I didn't want to have a, a chicken's mentality. Eating, Absolutely. Things, eating things constantly that weigh me down.
0: Absolutely.
1: My life into things that don't do my spirit and soul any good. That don't Absolutely. Move on with my life. And so that's what forgiveness means for me, man. Being able to, you know, move on with my life like the eagle.
0: Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the altar is open if you want to give offerings to Elder Irby, because that was a whole word all together. That was a whole word all together. Thank you for that.
1: Go ahead, man.
0: Be eagles and not chicken, people. Be eagles and don't be chickens. That That's a word. What is something that you wish you learned earlier in
1: forgiveness? I wish I had learned how much Forgiveness benefited me, right? The reason why it's so hard for some people to forgive is because they think that somehow they're doing the other person who did them harm a favor, a solid, or that somehow the person who did them harm uh, benefits from you forgiving them. And so that's why it's so hard to let go because we feel like if we hold on to it, that we're hurting that person by holding it. Yeah. We're hurting ourselves. Yeah. So I wish I had known earlier about forgiveness how much of a vitamin it was to me. Right? Yeah. And and didn't focus so much on the other person.
0: I like that. Oh, I like that. one. There are so many benefits to forgiveness. And not just mental, but physical and emotional and spiritual. Trust me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh.
1: oh and, my gosh! And and it's vital, you know, uh, to get into heaven. <laughs> yeah, you know, help you punch that ticket. You know, what man, I mean?
0: what? Oh my gosh!
1: We can't we can't afford to leave nothing on the field, brother.
0: No, no, not, no, <laughs> you know, nope,
1: nope,
0: not nope, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. I honestly, it like me, I want with God when you know we all take accountability with God. I what I want is Him to say. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Okay. Come on in. I'm like, great. Okay. I'm in. Hey, okay.
1: so, yeah. yeah, we gonna be
0: I wonder if they have I wonder if they're gonna do a soul train line in heaven. That's just me. Oh, but
1: yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, if James Brown is up there, you know what's already going on. You ain't gotta worry about it. Ah
0: oh my gosh, that would be oh my gosh. I could just see that
1: happening. Don't worry, he got the party covered
0: man oh gosh that's i ain't gonna lie that'll be a sight i am not gonna lie and one last question what is something you would like to impart to the audience
1: wow um you know i guess staying on topic is that um you know if if there's anybody that's holding things in their heart and, and you know have moved away from your family and you haven't talked to this person in this years or that amount of years or some kind of hurt that that has happened, just know that there is a savior that you can bring that thing to where the load ain't too heavy for him. You can drop it off and you do not have to carry it with you any further in your life. So if there's anybody out there that's holding on to something need to forgive somebody or be forgiven. If there's an apology that you know you owe somebody, right? uh let's do that let's do that and if and and, and if you're waiting on an apology let that go because you may never get it right you may never get it so yes. you gotta let that go because that's baggage too right Ooh, yeah
0: that's it someone got freed from that
1: hey is uh, oh, uh, one, one just one
0: <laughs> they like like Erby, like Erby said, it says in the Bible for his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Right. Trust me.
1: Amen, brother. Amen. He can handle
0: that. Oh my gosh. Erby, thank you for coming on. I appreciate you doing this, man. I really do appreciate this.
1: My pleasure, brother. Man, it was my pleasure to be on, man. Thank you for giving me a platform to be able to tell my story, man. Open. No, it's life. not a problem.
0: It's not a problem. So right now, uh the Pla- the stage is yours. Tell how people how they connect with you, the things that you got going on. The floor is yours, sir.
1: Absolutely. All right. Thank you, man. Well, I am the owner of High Bridge One Barbershop in Bowie, Maryland, 6125 High Bridge Road, Bowie, Maryland, 20720. We're a family oriented shop. We got 10 chairs. We can get you in and out. We got excellent, excellent barbers that's been with us for, for a long period of time. And uh, if you get a chance and you're in the DMV area, come on through and check us out. We also have an array of uh, body butters and soaps and things that we sell in the shop. Uh, and so it's just a great place to come and hang out. And like Dwayne said, you know, he comes there and I hook him up. So you don't have to come and see me, although I prefer. to <laughs> 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 do that a bar before you. Uh, so come on through and check us out. Again, 6125 High Bridge Road, Bowie, Maryland. Number 301
0: 6888 That's 301-809-6888. Yeah, man. And I like Erby said, I am a regular there. So you're gonna find yeah. Irby. You may see me. I don't know, but trust me, they do amazing work over there. I, I highly recommend them.
1: Yeah. I and really do. We and we can cut everybody's head too: white, black, Spanish. Women, young, old—I cut a lot of women's hair. So actually, if there's a lot of women out there listening in the DMV area, I am the woman bar before the DMV area. Trust me on that.
0: I can attest to that because I've seen—I've seen many. I've seen women in his chair. I've seen him cut men. I've seen him cut kids. Trust me, he got a very wide skill set. A very wide skill set. And if y'all didn't get that information, don't worry, I'm putting the show notes for y'all to connect with them because I want y'all to connect with them. You know, so again, herbie just really thank you for doing this, man.
1: Oh, man, my pleasure, man. Anytime, bro. And uh, and look, man, my, I'm wishing the best to you, man, and your platform. I'm definitely going to be praying for you. We're going to blow this thing up, man. I think you're doing a wonderful job, brother. And it's awesome to have a front row seat in your growth and development as well, man. And that's the beauty of the barbershop we get to watch each other grow man so that's a fact congratulations to you sir and your lovely wife on your new baby
0: thank you man
1: the future is bright man
0: thank you i appreciate that coming from you that means so much it means so much because i remember just having convos with you and to see your growth and to see the wisdom coming off of you i'm just like dang i was expecting a barber a cut And I ended up getting like eight pages of wisdom just from this one, this one cut. Like, okay, but really just that coming from you, that means a lot. I appreciate you for that. Really, I appreciate that, man. I really do. That was a very powerful episode. Oh, my gosh, that was so powerful. When Irby reconciled with his father right before he passed, that's a big step and very powerful. And how his father didn't want to have that unforgiveness go to his grave with him. That's the message in itself. And when he said that he didn't want the negativity to be held by his children before they pass away. That's a message for all of us. We cannot, should not let this negativity swallow us up and turn us into someone we don't know. And worse, turn us into someone that we don't like. We have to let it go and be free of that. It's like he said, it's drinking poison, hoping the other person dies. And that's how poison works. <laughs> so I want to thank Irby for being open, honest, and vulnerable with this story. And for all the new and returning listeners, please leave us a five-star written review. It helps the podcast get more reach. I know that there are times where we don't have the strength to forgive those who have hurt us, to do what it takes in this episode, and more. We can only do these things with the power of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins to be forgiven in the past, present, and future. And he rose from the grave to give us eternal life, a relationship with God himself, power over sin, and power of the enemy. If you want Jesus Christ in your life, just pray this Dear Lord, thank you for dying for my sins and my wrongdoings in the past, present, and future. I confess and believe that you died on the cross for my sins was buried and rose again. I give my life to you, Lord. Please come to my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you pray that prayer, I want to say welcome to the family. This is the best decision you could ever make in your life. Now that you've made this decision, get in a good Bible teaching church who preaches the gospel and message of Jesus Christ. You can look on Google, social media, and ask family and friends for recommendations. Also, there may have been some things said in this episode that may have triggered some bad memories and bad feelings. If this is the case, please seek a licensed therapist to talk them out. You can go through your health care provider, Google, or ask family and friends who receive therapy for recommendations. I want to thank you for listening to another episode of the Power of Forgiveness podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate it on all platforms, and most importantly, share this with other people. You never know what they're going through. I want to let you know that the Power of Forgiveness has a group page on Facebook. Join the group and get in on the conversation. That link is in the show notes. I also have my social media page in the show notes. You can follow me on both Instagram and Facebook. You can also leave me a voice message on Anchor. I would love to hear from you. Also, I need your help. I'm enrolled in a coaching program through my local college, pursuing a certification in life coaching with the International Coach Federation. As part of the curriculum, I need to reach 100 hours in order to become certified. I'm hoping to connect with individuals who have an interest in being coached and move the needle in their life or needing help in forgiving those who have hurt them. Many people have an interest in moving from where they are to where they want to be, and coaching can be the key that unlocks that potential. I'm asking if you or anyone you know might benefit from coaching to please contact me. I would be happy to chat more about it and be grateful for the help it provides to further my qualification. Also, the first session is free. If you're interested and want to help, click on the link of my bio and schedule a session. I want you all have an amazing week. And remember that forgiveness is not letting what that person or people said or did to you affect you, your spirit, your future, or where you're going in life. And that's not an excuse for or enabling someone's behavior but not letting what that person or people did hold you back or keep you from being or grabbing all that God wants you to be or has for you. Have a good one.